in the party base, change was brewing. At least one connection came about thanks to a conservative Nashville lawyer named G. Klein Preston IV, who had done business in Russia for years. Preston said that in 2011, he introduced David Keene, then the NRA's president, to a Russian senator, Alexander Torshin, a member of Putin's party, who later became a top official at the Russian Central Bank. Keene had been a stalwart on the right, a past chairman of the American Conservative Union, who was the NRA's president from 2011 to 2013. Neither Keene nor Torshin responded to requests for comment, and NRA spokesmen also did not respond to questions. Torshin seemed a natural ally to American conservatives. A friend of Mikhail Kalishnikov, revered in Russia for inventing the AK-47 assault rifle, Torshin in 2010 had penned a glossy gun rights pamphlet, illustrated by cartoon figures wielding guns to fend off masked robbers. The booklet cited U.S. statistics to argue for gun ownership, at one point echoing in Russia an old NRA slogan, Guns don't shoot, people shoot. Torshin was also a leader in a Russian movement to align government more closely with the Orthodox Church. The value system of Southern Christians and the value system of Russians are very much in line, Preston said. The so-called conflict between our two nations is a tragedy, because we're very similar people, and a lot of our values are interests and that sort of thing. Preston, an expert on Russian law, whose office features a white porcelain bust of Putin, said he had told Tennessee friends for years not to believe television reports about the Russian leader having journalists or dissidents killed. Preston was an international observer of the 2011 legislative elections in Russia, which sparked mass street protests in Moscow, charging electoral irregularities. But Preston said he concluded that the elections were free and fair. By contrast, Preston said he and Torshin saw violations of U.S. law, pro-Obama signs posted too close to a polling place, when Torshin traveled to Nashville to observe voting in the 2012 presidential election. In Russia, Torshin and an aide, a photogenic activist originally from Siberia named Maria Butina, began building a gun rights movement. Butina founded a group called The Right to Bear Arms. And in 2013, she and Torshin invited Keene and other U.S. gun advocates to its annual meeting in Moscow. The event, where about 200 people gathered at Moscow's convention center, included a fashion show in which models donned concealed carry garments with built-in pockets for weapons. One American participant, Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation, recalled that Torshin and Butina took him and his wife out for dinner and gave them gifts that displayed research into their interests exotic fabric for Gottlieb's wife, a needlepoint enthusiast, and for Gottlieb, commemorative stamps that Torshin received as a member of the Russian legislature. They wanted to keep communications open and form friendships, Gottlieb said. Utina, now a graduate student at American University in Washington, told the Post via email that her group's cause is not very popular with Russian officials and has never received funding from the government or from the NRA. She said she has never worked for the government and added that she and the American activists she has befriended simply share a love of gun rights. No government official has ever approached me about fostering ties with any Americans, she wrote. Hall, the former CIA officer, said he was skeptical. He said he did not think Putin would tolerate a legitimate effort to advocate for an armed citizenry and asserted that the movement is probably controlled by the security services to woo the American right. When Torshin and Butina attended the NRA's 2014 annual convention, their profiles as scrappy Russians pushing for gun rights were rising. Butina attended an NRA women's luncheon as a guest of one of the organization's past presidents. Interviewed by the conservative website Town Hall, Butina called the NRA one of the most world-famous and most important organizations and said that we would like to be friends with NRA.
While Russians are allowed to own shotguns, Putina said her group hoped to reverse a ban on carrying handguns. That year's turbulent events, in which Russia's incursion into Ukraine prompted the Obama administration to enact strict sanctions against Moscow, illustrated the Russians' alliance with U.S. gun advocates. Putina argued in a Russian interview that firearms sellers in her country, including the popular Kalishnikov, were among the most impacted by sanctions, which specifically blocked its assets. In Washington, the NRA's lobbying arm blasted the order, saying that such restrictions have long been used by the executive branch as a means of unilaterally enacting gun control. Relationships between Russians and American conservatives seemed to blossom in 2015 as the Republican presidential race geared up. Putina posted social media photos showing how she and Torshin gained access to NRA officials and the U.S. politicians attending events. That April, Putina toured the NRA's Virginia headquarters, and she and Torshin met Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker, Republican, then a leading White House contender.